0: what is up my fit fam people this is another episode of the healthy happy humans podcast or the fit fam radio i still can't decide nonetheless you guys know what it is um we've had some awesome guests as of late hopping on the show um from all different walks of life um this next gentleman um is no different Um, His name is Dr. Kyle Riley. He's a physical, Dr. Physical Therapist. Um, He is also the owner of Northern Colorado Spine and Sport. Um, I've really enjoyed getting to know Dr. Riley. He's been a huge help to uh, myself and my development um, as far as understanding the human body and what's needed um, for you guys. And so... um, he comes on, kind of talks a little bit about his background, um, sort of how he sees the great connection between CrossFit and physical therapy and how it all um, helps us become just uh, better movers, better uh, exercisers, um, just live life um, with less pain. So um, yeah, I really enjoyed this t- this uh, chat with him. And also guys, if you stick around, in um, the end of the show, um, he has a very, very, very a special announcement for the CrossFit Loveland community so make sure you tune into that um, I really enjoyed uh, chatting with him as well and I hope you guys too enjoy Dr. Riley how's it going man
1: I'm good how are you dude
0: dude doing great how's how's life going
1: man life is good I cannot good. complain
0: yeah good. things
1: are going well can you hear me good. all right
0: I can hear you great dude Excellent. um how was your thanksgiving
1: it was awesome. So yeah. it was very different than typical Thanksgiving. Of course. Uh, we usually have a huge get-together at the in-laws up in Greeley, and uh, uh-huh. we didn't do that. And I usually make a trip down to Longmont to see my mom. Didn't do that either. So hung out at home, drank some beer, watched some football nice. with Audrey and our new golden retriever.
0: Nice. Yes, dude. I I, I forgot you got a, a golden. It's so cute. What's, Thanks, what's its name? Ruth. Ruth, Dude, that's right. So cute. Cuz you got it what like 3 weeks ago?
1: Yeah, 2 weeks ago. She two is weeks 10 ago. weeks. Yeah.
0: Okay, gotcha. Good for you, man. That's always Thanks, fun. Buddy. Um yours? <clears throat> great dude. No no complaints. Um kind of did nothing on uh Thanksgiving. Um made brisket or or we had had the brother-in-law's brother um actually smoke a brisket. So it was brisket, mashed potatoes and corn. All and right. It was one of the most basic low key Thanksgivings ever, but it was nice. It was yeah, really, right? really nice. So good change yeah, of dude. pace. Dude, always good change of pace, man. I'm uh but I do hear that the smoked turkey is the way to go. Um Ooh. so so maybe one of these days I'll I'll become a man and get a smoker and smoke a turkey. But yeah, I
1: like that. And
0: until then I'm just gonna keep bumming off off of people with smokers already. So <laughs> any <laughs> nice. anyway, dude. Well thanks for coming on man. Um super stoked to have you come on. Um some of the members of CrossFit Loveland um, know you as mm-hmm. Kyle. Um, I know you as Kyle. Dr. Riley um, usually come to the 615 class. Um, do me a favor and just uh, sort of introduce yourself um, and kind of let, let us know uh, what you do and we'll kind of go from there.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, first of all, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Big time. Um, yeah. So my name is Kyle Riley. Uh, Dr. Riley, as some people call me, I'm a physical therapist here in town. Um, I have my own company called Northern Colorado Spine and Sports. We just launched uh, earlier this year, and it's been awesome. Um, we're winding it back a little further. So I'm from Boston, but I moved out here when I was five, and I grew up just south of Loveland and Longmont. I graduated Longmont High School in 2007. I played competitive ice hockey my whole life. So after I graduated high school, I took two years off, and I traveled around the country and played junior hockey up in northern Wyoming, a few stints up in St. Cloud, Minnesota, and Vancouver, British Columbia. And then once I was done messing around there for two years, I decided to go to college and (laughs) get educated. So I went up to UNC up in Greeley, and I got my bachelor's of science um, in sport and exercise science in 2014. And yeah, things just progressed from there. I went out to University of Pacific in Stockton, California, just south of Sacramento. And I got my doctorate in physical therapy in 2016. Uh, California was fun and all, but man, you just can't beat Colorado. Mm-mm. So as soon as I graduated, came back here and been practiced around the area ever since.
0: That's awesome, man. And so, you know, I, I guess being an athlete, obviously you wanted to do something sports specific, right? And and that's kind of why you went and got your bachelor's. Um, but then what made you want to go that route? Because I feel like, you know, you, you get your exercise or your degree in exercise science, right? You you can either become like a PT or a sports PT, or you can, you kind of go the strength and conditioning route. Mm-hmm. Um, what? what kind of caused that shift to want you to go to the strength and conditioning realm or sorry, to go to the physical therapy realm?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, going into college, I knew that I loved working with people. So Mm -hmm. I just want to do something where I got to work and help people. Uh, So I did think about going the strength and conditioning routes. Uh, I heard about physical therapy. My mom's actually a physical therapist. She does home health care, So vastly different than what I'm doing now. Um, So it was always on my mind, but I didn't really know much about it. And then I began to learn more about the movement science and, you know, a lot of the manual therapy techniques that you can help people um, in order to, you know, either decrease their pain, improve their mobility. And I was fascinated. I was fascinated behind the science. Um, So the more I learned, the more I was like, yeah, that's exactly what I want to do, because there's a lot of overlap with strength and conditioning specialists and physical therapists. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I really knew I liked the strength and conditioning route, but uh, I decided
0: to go for it in college. That's awesome, man. And so was there, so you, you were recently working, um, at another facility, it was an outpatient facility. Is that correct? Or
1: no. So I actually no. just left an outpatient facility here in Loveland, uh, okay. to start my full-time own clinic.
0: That's right. That's right. And so what, um, so as, as far as, I guess as far as specializing, because even in the physical therapy world, you know, you can you can generalize and you can help a lot of people, but I feel, mm-hmm. you know, like most people, you want to help certain individuals, right? For sure. Um, so kind of going more on the athletic side, was that something that you, you wanted to help specifically? Or I know, you know, you're big into CrossFit. Is it helping mm-hmm. the CrossFit community? Um, you know, who was it exactly that you were like wanting to specialize with?
1: Yeah, so for me, it's orthopedics and sports medicine. So once I was done getting my physical therapy degree, I took a manual therapy fellowship uh, in Columbia, South Carolina year long program where I really honed in uh, my manual therapy skills. So spinal manipulation, dry needling, instrument assisted, soft tissue work um, just to really help, you know, all pathologies from, you know, head to toe. And then, you know, I'm also CrossFit certified. Um, I got my CrossFit level one this summer and my strength and conditioning specialty. Um, So that's really my, my jam. I would say mm-hmm. athletes, CrossFitters, spine pain, and I love the shoulders. So anything yeah. shoulder related, I'm your
0: guy. Big time. Well, and I, I know we had a shoulder mobility clinic at CrossFit Loveland about a month ago and yeah, um, members are still, they're still talking about it. They're still doing the things you showed them. So that's great. You know, I break you fix type thing. Right. So. That's right, man. <laughs> Something <laughs> um, like that. Yeah. It, and yeah, you know, I, I'm sure most people who have done CrossFit or have heard of, oh, no, 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 no. I'll rephrase that. Most people who have heard of CrossFit know yes. that it's yes. dangerous, right? And you're going to tear your shoulder. You're going to herniate your disc. You're going to pretty much just die doing CrossFit. Um, you know, is there any, anything specifically that, you know, you want to, you want to work towards or, or is there anything that you've seen that's, you know, the greatness of CrossFit, but then also how sort of this, the sports med side can kind of, mesh into CrossFit uh-huh. to make it kind of, you know, more beneficial to people or to, I guess, to even change that perception that people have.
1: Yeah. And as a physical therapist, I hear that all the time. People find out on PT, they're like, oh, you, you do CrossFit? Like, mm-hmm. Heck yeah, I do CrossFit. I mean, mm-hmm. you go into 24 hour fitness, you go into any of fitness, you look around from a physical therapy or a movement standpoint, there's people doing dumb stuff in there all the time. You just don't have a coach to correct you and teach you how to properly move. Uh Um, That's why I think CrossFit is the best. I mean, it hits every single energy system. It's got weightlifting. It's got calisthenics. It's got plyometrics. um, And you have high-quality, experienced coaches there to correct and progress you. Um, Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I, I don't like when I hear that, but I hear it all too often. And then the second aspect, which you know, I, I think could get across to, to more people that do CrossFit is that you have to check your ego at the door. Like, yes, mm-hmm. you need to be able to, you know, progress weight or progress repetitions, but you have to do it appropriately and you have to do it safely. Um, and, you know, that's really where I come in, in terms of education with every patient that I come, that I come in contact with, especially those that do CrossFit, you know, they're motivated, you know, they, mm-hmm. they want You know, they want me to give them exercises. They want to get fixed so they can get back out there and do the things that they like to do. Um, Sometimes you just got to hone it in and really focus on technique and form before you can hit all those progressions or
0: before you can try to beat the guy or girl next to you. Big time, big time. I think that's awesome. And, um, you know, I'm going to kind of uh, uh, flip the script for a quick second is, you know, being, being involved on both sides of things, right? Being a PT and being a CrossFit level one coach, Mm -hmm. what is one thing you personally would like to see more from CrossFit coaches, uh, generally speaking?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's two things. So uh, you got to have a quick and efficient warm up, you know, in terms of what I like to see in a warm up. You need your generalized cardio. So either you know, get on the roller, get on the skiers, get run, do something just to get the heart rate up, uh, and then go through you know anywhere from like three to five to eight minute dynamic warm up, where you're not doing static stretching, you're moving and stretching, but you're just getting tissue loosened up and you're getting warm still. On mm-hmm. top of that, you have to add in some sort of activation exercise specifically for the smaller muscles of the shoulder and the hip. So that's my one grievance I have with CrossFit. You don't specifically train rotation. You need rotation in terms of your shoulder and your hip, but people don't specifically train it or use it. Um, So what I like to do, I like to get, you know, the bands out and I like to do um, some active, you know, hip abduction, hip external rotation, shoulder external rotation uh, with some overhead work just to get the rotator and the small muscles of the hip kicking on. And then after that, you get your movement prep. So you hit with, you know, mm-hmm. if you're doing squats, you get a bar, you gradually add weight, you go through your movement progression to get ready for your Metcon or for your strength aspect.
0: Hmm. Duly noted. Well, and I think the rotational piece is is rarely used. It is. I mean, especially in the CrossFit realm of thinking, I'd say even across all spectrums of training, it's usually just in the frontal plane, right? That's where most of the movement is going to be. So it's going to be your squats, your deadlifts, strict press, bench press, Um, Like a lot of those movements just stick within that one plane of motion. So even stepping outside to the sagittal, but then like you said, training rotation, you know, isn't really something that's often – preached or talked about no, it or programmed no, yeah. so it, it's,
1: it's almost all sagittal so you, you go you yeah. go you know squats deadlifts overhead press it, it's all like you said in that one plane it's because rotation's yes. not sexy it's not sexy to train you're not going to get huge off specifically training rotation because a lot of the muscles that are predominantly responsible for rotation uh are smaller muscles they're not your glutes yeah. well yeah, yeah your glutes do it a little bit but um you know you got to get your smaller gluteos, your glute med your glute men uh, you got to hit the back part of the rotator cuff which you know if you get you know what? 14 people in a in a room, and you have them doing you know shoulder external rotation exercise. Till the calcs come home. That's yeah. that's not sustainable. All you need is just a exactly. little bit.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Well, and 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 two, especially in a in a one hour class period, right? Yeah. Where, like you said, the the warm up the warm up needs to be quick it right? does you don't need to spend if you're spending 20 minutes 30 minutes warming up Overdoing it. by the time you get your skill exactly yeah. you know so so trying to fit that all in and yeah i like it it's it's not sexy one hundred percent. it's not dude but neither is broccoli and broccoli is amazing man. manny i you love know?
1: broccoli so you're oh dude you're good for you the right
0: tree, man yeah yeah right <laughs> you're like what are you talking about <laughs> i'm eating it up no that's yeah that that's great dude um no and i like like i said i think that's that's always awesome to uh I like to see collaboration mm-hmm. within the, the medical side and the practical side, I guess, or the CrossFit side or exercise side, mm-hmm. right? Because I feel um, with implementing two, both of them, and with getting different backgrounds and even different perspectives, like that just adds value okay. to what we're trying to accomplish. We're trying to accomplish the same thing. We're trying to make healthy, happy humans. Yes. Right. Exactly. How we get there, how we get there is going to be two different routes, two different philosophies. But at the end of the day, we're still we're still going to get there. And that's, um, um, that's so, why
1: I appreciate you as a coach, man, because you will look at too. CrossFit, you'll look at, you know, the strength conditioning coaches, even up to the university level. You know, some people, they just run their athletes into the ground over and over and mm-hmm. over again. They just expect them to redline, you know, every day, five, six days a week for you know, the entirety of the year. And eventually it's going to break down especially if you're not doing Mm -hmm. the smaller things or especially if you're not, you know, progressing and regressing accordingly. So, I mean, you know, that's why I give my hats off to you that you're actually interested in collaborating with other medical professionals to get the most out of the people that you work with. So.
0: Thanks, dude. Thanks. I appreciate it, man. And you know, it is, like you said, it's not sexy. right? <laughs> we want, we, we, we want to do the, the Matt Fraser and the Tia Claire workouts every single day, but it, it isn't sustainable, you know, and even in the short period of time that I've coached CrossFit, I've seen a lot of people come and go because of that unsustainability of, of training. So, you know, if there's any way that I could put my hand in it, absolutely yeah. right. And, and just knowing the right people. So, and, and with um, that, I well, mean,
1: you see Fraser and you see, you see Tia and you know, you see them doing these crazy workouts, but you don't see the small stuff they're doing when the camera's mm-hmm. off, you know, mm-hmm. they're not just going and redlining all the time. They're doing these smaller, more rehab, uh, up exercises that, you know, people don't just don't see because, you know, once again, it's not sexy. Yep,
0: <laughs> yep exactly. And, and they're recovering and hell, I think, uh, there was a podcast, uh, Fraser was on and he was saying he gets, 10 hours of sleep every single night, no F, ands, or Love buts. It. And he was he was pretty much saying he's like, you know, if if sleep was considered a ban, or if, if sleep was considered like a PED, um, it would probably be banned because of the, the benefits that I don't think a lot mm-hmm. of people understand, even myself included. Um, so yeah, you even look at something as simple as as the recovery aspect of sleeping. I mean, it does, it does one essentially. Yeah.
1: Um
0: yeah, it one oh 10 percent Um so kind of related on the PT side of things. What was it, what was probably one of the biggest eye openers for you um, coming from the PT realm, right? I mean, you started in like the exercise <laughs> science, so you understood weight training, you, you understood all those foundations, but what was it from you say from an outsider of CrossFit from that, from that PT medical side, then stepping into the CrossFit arena? What was, you know, something that really um, stuck out to you that say they taught you in, in PT school that you were like, had a different, I guess emotion or feeling or thought process. Once you actually came to to more like practical training methodology. Are you asking if that well, makes sense? Are you
1: asking? You know, what did? Um, are you asking? Did my opinion on CrossFit change once I got
0: became yes, more educated in physical pretty therapy? pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. I said that in a weird sort of loop de loop way, but yeah, I guess that's kind of what I was getting. Well, at. I
1: started doing CrossFit when I was at UNC, so that was even before I knew about you know the rehab side of things. Um,
0: gotcha. Yeah, you know, okay. I think
1: it just helped me understand movement. You know, like yeah, especially yeah. you know I, I had personal training when I was a kid when I was you know uh, growing up playing ice hockey, but um, you know once I got to college, it was kind of on my own. So you know. I'd tinker around, watch YouTube videos, do some things on my own, go to the gym, you know, do some curls and call it a day. Uh, but it wasn't actually until I got into CrossFit that I learned about, like, multi-joint, like, functional movement patterns. Uh, and that really helped me, actually, once I got into PT school because I had this knowledge of, you know, exercise progression. Um, so, yeah, I, I wouldn't say it, my thoughts about CrossFit wavered at all once I got to PT school.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Cause again, you know, we were kind of going back to that disconnect, I think between the two and it's, and it's not really set in stone, like CrossFit versus PT and Kairos, like, but th- there is a lot of that, you know, disconnection, There is, I and, guess. And, um, it's, so. it's
1: crazy. Cause I, I do hear it a lot. And, um, you know, I, I've heard patients cause I've, I've I see a lot of patients that have been to physical therapy and essentially failed physical therapy, didn't work for them. Um, and a big thing they say is like, yeah, you know, my PT. You just said, you know, you should probably stop weightlifting. You probably stop doing CrossFit. It's like, I think that's mm-hmm. absolute garbage, especially as a PT. Mm-hmm. My role is to get you back to doing the things that you love. And if you love CrossFit, you mm-hmm. love weightlifting. Yeah. We're going to get you back to that. You know, I might have to modify some things and, you know, during the rehab process and even going forward, but Heck yeah, man. I mean, that's what it it frustrates me to hear PTs and physios, you know, know, talk like that because people should know better.
0: Yeah exactly exactly and and hopefully right hopefully it's it's individuals like yourself who's who's kind of growing that that connection and you know like i said i've i've already seen a lot of great things that i've taken from you and that you've implemented um into me and sort of how i approach the gym i've seen, I've seen that in so your it's, workouts it's awesome, and uh
1: man. you know what and uh yeah it makes you smile man
0: <laughs> dude dude <laughs> i love when fun, i look man. up on that board and, and
1: a... I see some like pull parts or... <laughs> yeah
0: yeah right like you're baseballs. like all right yeah. Yeah, I see it um what was I? Where was I going next? come yeah, man, I had sorry. something. Oh, so uh, no, no, you're you're fine. So, um, as a PT, right? So, what? Ha, okay, did you at some point have any limitations within yourself um, that you had to possibly work through? Um, maybe it was a shoulder, hip, knee, anything of the sort that sort of held you back um, in doing CrossFit or doing the things that you really sure. enjoyed.
1: Yeah, um, playing hockey, I. Yeah, I haven't had an MRI on it, but I I know there's some sort of minor labral tear within my left shoulder. So what the labrum is, it's this piece of cartilage that basically goes from the shoulder blade up around the head of the humerus, the arm bone, and helps deepen the shoulder socket. Um, And so Mm -hmm. I get like a lot of clicking and just not fun stuff in there. And it just feels more lax or more loose compared to my right side. Um, But I know it, you know, I'm consciously aware of it. So if I see, you know, What's a tough one? If I see kettlebell snatches on, you know, single arm kettlebell snatches yeah. Yeah, as part of the Metcon, I know subconsciously, hey, you know, left shoulder's a little unstable compared to the right. Let's just be careful. Let's see how the warm up feels and don't go crazy in terms of the weight progression. Mm-hmm. Um, and then specifically, I, I train it. You know, at, at home, I'm doing either some sort of exercise at night to get ready for the workout uh, the next morning, or sometimes I'll do it in the morning. Um, so I'll do some pull-up parts. Mm-hmm. I'll do some face pulls. I'll do some, you know, unilateral isometric work with my rotator cuff, just cause I know it's just, it just feels naturally unstable. Um, so the best way, you know, to actually gain some stability back in your shoulder, is to specifically
0: train it. Big time, big time. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk, we'll touch on the shoulder. Cause it seems, it seems like the shoulder is, um, as I've, called it before is it, it's like a little butterfly right it can be such a fragile mm-hmm. joint but yet it's such an incredibly or could be a potentially stable mm-hmm. joint Right, and and so I guess even in the 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 practice of training, um, the shoulder, is you know, do you see a lot of people that either go to one extreme or the other, um, as far as training it too light or or training it you know too hard and trying to find that balance, um, you know, do you find that sort of difficult to kind of get that balance and is it individual to to it is each person? Because
1: you know, especially looking across social media, you know, everyone's hammering shoulder mobility. Yeah, you know, it's gotta be mobile, mobile, mobile. Mm. Well, yeah, shoulder mobility is important, but you actually have to have the stability as well. That's what makes it such a fascinating joint that it has to be flexible, but it has to be strong. Um, So, yeah, I I mean, I do see a lot of people, they have shoulder pain. They automatically think it's stiff and they automatically think that stretching Mm -hmm. the crap out of it is going to help when actually they need some specific, you know, strengthening and uh, isometric works first. uh, And and then you can progress strength from there.
0: Big time. Well, and we understand that if you train the the shoulder joint, you can. I mean, there's Olympic weightlifters that are snatching you know three Crazy. or four hundred pounds overhead. So you so you know yes, it can absolutely. be done, right? Um, obviously, they're and their technique is and, fantastic. You know, yeah. Uh huh. Exactly. Exactly. So we know it can be done, but yeah, I mean, there was even a point, I guess, in my career where i was just way too light on the shoulder and i i treated it just just so fragile like it didn't really load it you know what i mean and and so i think because of the what i saw the injuries um from crossfit and especially when it comes to kipping when it Mm -hmm. comes to snatching handstand push-ups I didn't realize or I didn't know at the time how to assess. So rather than me just guessing and and thinking that most people don't need to snatch, most people don't need to kick because the risk Mm -hmm. versus reward is higher, I trained it more in a fragile state. Instead of understanding that it is individualized Mm -hmm. to each person, that some people's flexion might be better than their abduction. Right. And so understanding, well, why is that? You know, do they have that passive range of motion and do they just need the mobility to actually move their arms? Um, So I guess just understanding human movement a lot better gave me a better direction. Like, okay, you might have limitations. Let's fix these limitations first. Now let's Mm -hmm. start to add in, um, you know, some sort of load or some sort of resistance training where before it was like, nope, you guys don't need to snatch. It's not worth it. You guys don't need to kip. It's not worth it. Um, you guys don't need to overhead squat. There's mm-hmm. better ways to squat, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so that was that was probably one of my biggest uh takeaways is understanding that there's no such thing as a bad exercise. It's just it's, its gotta be correct
1: exercise. It's gotta be correct movement yeah. for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big time. So yeah, so that was it. So I'm always curious. This the shoulder's so funny, like you said, you know, across social media, it's why you shouldn't do this why you should do this why you, you're not able to do this and and it is so specific and um yeah that's anyway, the that's the classic
1: pt answer it depends it always depends yeah man. right <laughs> 100 you know, percent, dude 100 it, it, everyone's different and everyone's got you know different um you know biomechanics and soft tissue restrictions or hypermobility so um you know it's unfortunately it's never just a one size fits all because if it was i'd be a millionaire man
0: <laughs> oh dude you're telling me well any and even people's mm-hmm. goals right it's you know what what are they truly after you know um kyle you might be wanting to try and snatch 225 overhead you're like dude this is yes. i want this like i need this where you know i look and i'm like dude i mean i honestly just want to you know, play basketball or play softball without my arm icing my arm for five <laughs> days after I I play a game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, so I I, I totally agree there. Um, well, cool man. But yeah, dude, I always I'm always enjoy talking to you. Just likewise, science. Yeah. Obviously, you know you're 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 on the high end of it, and I always love to kind of nerd out with with the the little bit that I know and just kind of soak up everything that you have to. Same, offer. buddy. It's a two way um, street too. Speaking. Yeah.
1: yeah, man. You, thanks, dude. Man. Thanks,
0: I appreciate it. No, you're the man. So speaking of offers, dude, um, you know, we've been partnering a lot, you and I, um, you know, I want to always offer the best to our members and get them sort of on the right track, especially if they're dealing with any sort of setbacks that I can't correct. I know you came to the table mm-hmm. and you said you wanted to help out CrossFit Loveland. Um, can you tell us a little bit more yeah, about what you are sure. I mean, to do? Yeah, for sure. I mean,
1: my biggest thing is I just want to meet more people. So I am a morning person, so I typically go to the 615 class, but I have started to dabble into the 9 o'clock class as well. Uh, but I want to meet more members. And like I said, I have a thorough background in manual physical therapy. So I do a lot of dry needling, uh, instrument-assisted soft tissue work, uh, cupping. Um, so I want to be able to, you know, expose you guys to some of these, you know, techniques that have been, you know, found via the research and just through my clinical experience to be very effective in helping, you know, decrease pain and improve the way people move. All right. So, cool. yeah. So, uh, like I said, I mean, the big thing is, uh, I just want to get out and meet more members at CrossFit Loveland. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm a morning guy. Uh, so I normally go to the six 15 or I've been dipping into the nine o'clock class. Um, so, I want to meet more of you. So, what I'm offering uh, starting next week and into the next few weeks, uh, I'll be at CrossFit Loveland, hang out after class, giving free treatments. So, um, specifically manual therapy. So, I have a pretty extensive background in some evidence based techniques that really help decrease pain and improve movement. So, cupping, dry needling, instrument assisted soft tissue work. Um, you know, manual kind of, you know, feel out and see which classes or which class times work best. But like I said, I'll just be hanging out after class. So if you guys have any aches or pains or potentially want to try some of these techniques that I've been talking about, just come say what's up. And, uh, you know, I'd like to meet you guys. So come give me a holler.
0: Big time. No, I think that's so awesome, man. And I think, you know, what what worked with, um, you know, you and I is is the fact that you understand CrossFit, right? And that you, oh, first yeah, off, I, I respected that you came in to just try out the class first you didn't come in to try and blab about you know you being a pt and you could help us and stuff because i've had people like that in the past and they're knowing they're stupid anyway so um okay. you know i've i've always respected you who who came in you you understood you know that you want to actually help people you want to get to know the community and help out so yeah i 100 percent um would advise anybody. If you're dealing with shoulder pain, back pain, um, anything at all, go see Dr. Dr. Riley. I know he's worked on a couple of our members already and they've, um, spoke very highly of you. Um, and so that's why I don't really mind, um, you know, sending you some more and and kind of partnering up from there. So that's awesome. I love, Um,
1: I love giving back to the community that I'm a part of. So I I just love the CrossFit community. Um, so it's been great to get me, meet meet people at your gym and just, you know, networking with people around Loveland.
0: Yeah, no, they're super cool, dude. Cool, man. Um, well, yeah, I'll get that set up, and you know, once I, if if you guys have any questions, um, you can come talk to me this week. Um, we can see about getting maybe a sign up sheet or, or something set up so I can let uh, Doctor Riley know ahead of time. Um, cool. So at the end of every podcast, I like to do a rapid fire session. Um, some oh, of these are man. would you rather, would you rather, either ors, all this stuff. Are you ready? <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready. Hit me All right, with it. Cool. All right. Would you rather work out in the gym or outdoors? In the gym. Gym. Pick one. Deadlift, bench, or back squats?
1: Mm. <laughs> um, I'll go deadlift.
0: Cool. What is your favorite CrossFit movement? What is your favorite functional fitness movement? And you can't say banded pull parts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, man, I might sound crazy, but... Uh... Those hang squat cleans last week felt great, right. so I'm going hang yeah. squat
0: clean. Love it, dude. All yeah. right. What's your least favorite movement?
1: Man, I am just so long and lanky, dude. Toes to bar are just my <laughs> nemesis. <laughs> so
0: yes, toes dude. to
1: bar, it's not even close.
0: Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Yeah. That, I feel bad for you, dude, One like 1,000% on toes to bar. I just got such
1: long lever arm.
0: Dude, dude. It's you I'm got definitely. a long distance to cover. Hey, the, the rowing wall ball workout is all yours. So you can That's take right. that. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> um, all right. Would you rather do Fran or Diane? Fran, big Fran, Fran guy. Cool. Seven minutes of burpees or seven minutes of thrusters thrusters. Cool. All right. Our non fitness related questions. All right. Would you rather be covered in fur or covered in scales? Dope. Yeah. And then last question, last question that I always love to answer, and this determines on whether we're friends or not. Does pineapple belong on pizza?
1: No, it- get it off oh there, my gosh, man! Dude, come I'm, on. I'm a big bro. fruit guy too, but it's just not on pizza, especially when you mess it with Canadian bacon. It's just like, what are you doing?
0: All right. Well, guys, it was fun partnering with Dr. Riley when it lasted, but we're no <laughs> yeah. longer. We're no longer he, will, he will never be invited back. <laughs> yeah, he'll uh yeah, he's actually not invited to the gym at all. So all right. Well, I I guess I guess we had to disagree on something, dude. That's so, right. I mean, it sucks it has to be the pineapple pizza, but whatever. That's, that's a sign of a dude.
1: healthy relationship. You gotta disagree exactly. on a
0: couple things. Exactly, dude. I love it, bro. Well, cool. Well, hey, Dr. Riley, thank you so much for joining me, man. This was awesome. Thank Again, you. Again, guys, if you have any questions, if you know uh Kyle at the gym stop by say what's up introduce yourselves um we'll get this rocking and rolling and any questions you guys have or you want to um, meet up with dr riley let me know i'll get you connected and we'll go from there
1: cool. also yeah give me a follow on instagram so you can find me oh, yes, dude. no, yes. no coast fine and sport uh you can always message me if you have questions i'm putting up content just about every week um so yeah come give me a follow
0: that's awesome and i i, I hear um that you have a really dope background for your content, is that correct?
1: Sickest background in the league. Oh my this oh nice my gosh. Wood dude. Wall. I don't know. I don't know whose idea it was to put that yeah. in there, but it's
0: it's icing on the dude, I'm gonna start charging for that wall, man. <laughs> it's, it's really popping. And I'll pay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, right? Big money. Cool. All right, my man. Well thanks again, dude. We'll Thank talk you. to you soon. Later, buddy. Yep.